Thursday one more time. Hey, family. Hey, 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 hey. And it's still summertime. Whew, it has been hot, 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 hot. And it is still hot, hot, hot. In addition to it being hot because of summertime. This climate change is no joke. Have you seen those numbers in London and in Europe? I mean, it's on fire, fire, talking about hot. But I'm so happy, I'm so excited that even though it's hot, you have stopped by, you have stopped by once again to spend some time with Dr. P. And you know, I am Pernessa Seal, <laughs> affectionately known as <laughs> Dr. P on the pod. Dr. P on the pod, yeah. Well, you know, we are now moving into August. This is our uh, last show for July. And I am taking a break. <laughs> Can you believe it? I'm pinching myself every day to say, are you really going to take a break? Are you really going to give yourself a break? You know, we've been talking over the last several weeks, we've been talking about joy. And uh, we've been talking about self-care through turbulent times. And I'm real excited today to talk to Julia Jovan, who is a Reiki master. And, uh, oh, man, we got, a, we got a show today. Yes, we do. But before we get to the show, you know, um, we are excited. We're getting ready to do a uh, launch our peripheral artery disease awareness campaign in Chicago. Yes, indeed. We have a faith-based program working with churches in Chicago to educate our community about peripheral artery disease. And, you know, that's that disease that Black folks, we have so much of because of diabetes and cardiovascular disease. It's a, it's a vascular disease where, you know, the blood doesn't flow and uh, our arteries get constricted and we have to have, you know, our legs amputated and our toes amputated. The good news is that we are educating our folks about peripheral artery disease because today you don't have to have your limbs amputated and your toes amputated, you don't. But you do, you do have to get the facts, you do have to get screened and you do have to go to doctors, like the doctors we're working with, at the University of Chicago and other um, medical facilities in Chicago, you got to go to the right doctor because, you know, going to the right doctor is very, very, very critical. <laughs> I can tell you some stories about going to the wrong doctor. So we are excited. Um, we have our first our first launch is um, August the 6th, 
uh, at um, St. Paul's CME Church in Chicago. And then we're going to be at Walter's AME Zion Church in Chicago on August 20th. And uh, we're just excited. We are absolutely excited. And then it goes on and on and on. So we'll be talking about it. We'll be doing this campaign right through November uh, in Chicago. Uh, And we just want to give a big shout out to all of our churches in Chicago who are joining with us and participating in this project. Um, There's only one uh, peripheral artery disease mobile unit in the country. And it's going to be at Apostolic Faith Church uh, on September the 9th through the 11th. So come out, you know, if you are in the Chicago area, you want to get screened, you want to bring your mamas, your daddies, your uncles, your, your, your whoever, all you, whoever in them uh, that you know that they are um, really uh, struggling with vascular disease and poor circulation. That's what we call it. We call it pole circulation. Well, we're going to have the screening unit. The only one in the country is going to be there. And we want you to come out and support us. So stay in, stay tuned, stay tuned. And uh, we want to make sure that you get to one of these uh, events, uh, one of these peripheral artery disease awareness campaigns events that we're going to be doing in Chicago starting August the 6th at St. Paul's CME Church. I don't have the address, but look it up. St. Paul's CME Church on August the 6th and uh, Walter's AME Zion Church on August 20th in Chicago. And we're going to be doing this right on through November. Now, you know what else happens in November. The ninth, the ninth annual Healthy Churches 2030 Conference, November the 14th through the 17th. And we're going to be virtual once again, and we're going to have an exciting lineup for you. Can't wait to tell you more about that. So, 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 so let me hurry up and get out of the way because we're going to be talking about some Reiki today. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for hollering at a sister. It's Thursday, hot Thursday. It's Dr. P on the pod. Jovan, who is an intuitive Reiki master, sacred shaman priestess, and spiritual wellness coach. My dear sister, thank you for being on the pod today. Thank you, Dr. P, for having me. It's so exciting to be here and to share in all this wisdom and spirituality and good energy flowing from me to you and everybody out there who's listening. And thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. But, you know, you're flowing energy uh, to us from all the way out there and from Los Angeles, all across the country. (laughs) I'm telling you, I mean, hold on to your seats, family. We got energy coming your way. So today, let's start our sister, Julia. Let's start with what is Reiki? Because I know a lot of our listeners 
uh, they have not had the, the fortunate experience of having uh, mm. a, a Reiki session. And those who have right now are saying, oh, I wish I could have a Reiki session right now. Mm. So <laughs> what is Reiki? Well, Reiki is an energy forming technique, which actually reduces stress and relaxation. And at the same time, it also promotes healing. So I always say when people are feeling bad, it can sometimes lift you up. It can also heal certain joints or any pain that you may be going through. And it also can bring up things from the past. It can bring it up to like literally bring it out of you. But, you know, each session is different from each individual. No two, no two sessions are, they're definitely not the same. So, I mean, it's basically just a really good healing energy technique where there's the um, practitioner, which is myself, and then the, you know, the, the client there, and you can actually do hands-on healing or you can have it at least about two inches away from the person's body, depending on however way they um, would want it. But I administer myself every day with Reiki. I start my day off with it with a prayer, meditation, and Reiki, and it makes me feel really relaxed and ready to conquer my entire day. What 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 led you to become a Reiki master? Let's let's uh, oh yeah. Let, let allow the family into you a little bit. How did you become a Reiki master? What was that journey like? Where did you start? I started. I'm actually from Chicago, Illinois, born and raised. And back in like 2000, I was at the time. No, I'm sorry. It was actually 2003. 2003 going into 2004, and I was just getting ready to turn 27 at the time, and I wanted something new for myself. I'd been in Chicago all my life, you know, and also visiting family in Mississippi as well, but I wanted something new. I had been working in corporate America for the start of my adulthood, and I wanted to become a makeup artist, so I told my mom, you know, I want to move to New York. And something in my spirit was like, you don't want to go to New York until you have been healed. And I didn't know what that meant at the time, but I knew that I needed to get some things out of the way in my past life in order to show up brand new and ready to conquer the new life that I was trying to create in New York. So I went to visit this Reiki master on the north side of Chicago and he literally gave me the old school Reiki healing. Like there was no meditation table. There was no, um, you know, sage or anything like that. He literally laid me down on the floor and he had me to breathe deep. And then he laid his hands over me. He said a prayer. We did a meditation. And then he started pressing into some of the energy points on my body. But there was one section where he pressed and it was on my belly. And when he pressed there, I released. Mm. I released so much. I screamed. I cried. And I had no idea where that was coming from. And then after the session, he gave me tea and I drank it. And I went home and I literally... It had to have been just spirit just working within me because I spoke to my mom and dad and I literally laid out my entire life plan 
I told him I have to go to New York. I'm going to New York. I am going to become an Oscar winning makeup artist. I have to do this for myself. My oldest son at the time was seven years old. My mom was like, you know, what do you, what do you mean you're going to New York? Why do you feel like you have to go to New York? Well, my spirit was pulling me to New York at that time. And when your spirit is pulling you and you know that it, there's no negative pull, like you felt comfortable with that pool, even though I had, I had no family in New York, but I knew that that was the place that I needed to be in order to start my career and my new beginning. And I owe it all to God. I owe it all to it being pulled to Reiki, being finding out about Reiki. I owe it all to my mom and my dad for listening to me at that time. Because when I finally moved to New York, I didn't win an Oscar, but I did win an Emmy. So wow, that's how I got wow. led. That was the beginning. That was the beginning start of Reiki. And then, you know, life continues to go on. There's, you know, heartbreak. There's healing. There's more heartbreak. There's more disappointment. And then now, that's why I was... You know, I must, I must, I must say, wow, because... Once upon a time, my spirit also said, you must go to New York. Mm. And my spirit pulled me to New York. And it was very clear that I had to go to New York in order to get to Chicago. Mm. That I was living in Atlanta at the time. And, um, and my spirit, just like yours, my spirit was like, you got to go to New York because if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Make it anywhere. And, and, anywhere. I, didn't, and I didn't know anybody in New York. And I went to New York and I too won an Emmy in New York. How about that? <laughs> Girl, we got something. We got we got something going on here. We got something going on. Oh, I'm telling you, how about that? When you step out on faith like that, and you don't know where that energy is pulling, like sometimes you know, and sometimes you just don't know. But you know that God is saying, "No, baby, you gotta go, and you gotta trust my word. You gotta trust where I'm sending you." And at the time, I was like. You know, I, you know, back then I got my little income tax. I had found me like a little apartment. I gave up so much in Chicago. I gave up a two bedroom apartment on the north side. I'm working mm-hmm. at the Park Hyatt and I moved into a room. <laughs> that all you could afford in New York was a room, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm working. I went from corporate America to working in retail at Ralph Lauren, which was great. But I was happy. And I took that whole entire income tax money and paid up that rent for three months. And I was comfortable. My grandmother told me, she said, as long as you got four walls, some food, and bus fare to get back and forth, baby, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And I took those words to heart. That's right. And we were, I came, I came to New York a couple, probably a decade before you did, maybe two decades before you did. <laughs> uh, but we, but we came because spirit led us there and, um, yeah. and, and we made it, you know, and we made it. So let's get back to Reiki. Cause I can see, we can go down that road a long time. So <laughs> when, when I'm, when I find myself on your Reiki floor or table, um, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll we be listening out from, yeah, uh-huh, we'll catch up. That's exactly right. Right. We will catch up. You know, you've talked about um, self-care, you know, and um, yeah. and 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 you said so much in just a few a short uh, 
uh, in this very short period of time, you said, you know, Reiki is about reducing stress and promoting healing and and self uh, self care. And, you mm -hmm. know, I want to that that moment when you and your Reiki master touched a point, because we don't talk about chakras on this. We've I'm not, we've never talked about chakras on the on the pod. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of hard mm. to talk about Reiki without talk, talking about chakras. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, why don't we just keep going down this uh, this Reiki now? Because when he touched that that part of you, uh, you yelled, you screamed, you released, and mm -hmm. you released to the place where you could actually say, "I gotta go." You know, it it it, yeah. it it it. And I, what I hear is that that was a place that was holding you back. Uh, and mm -hmm. you were ready to go, and you had to release that past. Let's talk a little bit mm -hmm. about that. Well, that area where the Reiki master at that time had touched on was my solar plexus. And that area, that solar plexus chakra area, what happens is that when we go through things in life, and, okay, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like you're going through something and you're not talking about it or you're not healing from it. We, we place it there and that lower belly area. And then we go through something else and then we place that there. And instead of healing and trying to work through the pain, we're constantly suppressing it. So now that pain and those emotions and those problems are just building up and building up and building up because we've never had a chance to work through it. It's like entering a brand new relationship, but you haven't healed. So you're taking all that past gook with you into a whole new life, a whole new relationship without healing from it first. So in my situation, when he touched on that area, I felt it. And I was like, oh, my God, it, it felt like I should have been pressing on this area a long time ago. But at that time, I didn't understand what that was. But I know what I was doing and I was suppressing feelings. I was oppressing, you know, certain dreams and things that I wanted to do, wanted to do because certain people were in my ear saying, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. Oh, why are you, why are you thinking about that? You can do all that here in Chicago. But when he pressed in that area and I was able to activate my third chakra, which is my throat chakra, and I said, ah, you know, belt it out, then I knew that, no, I have to go. And when I go, I have to use my voice. But it wasn't until years later where I found myself needing to heal myself. And then I remembered Reiki. And I remember what Reiki did for me. And at that time, that's when I said, I need to learn Reiki myself because I want to help other people heal. Mm -hmm. And that's how the journey began. How about that? How about that? You know, and Reiki uh, is about that, those energy centers in our, in our bodies, you know, and um, we know that you are a woman of faith. How do you blend your traditional Christian walk with Reiki? Well, I have been diving deep into, well, I'll say it like this, because I have a lot of um, religious and a lot of Christians that do visit me for healing work. And some of them don't agree with it. Some of them do. But the ones, of, the ones that do, I always tell them that Reiki is not religious. Reiki has nothing to do with um, religion, religion rather. 
it's all about spirituality. And it's not so much about spirituality. It's just the healing modality. It's breathing. It's um, meditation. It's, you know, healing certain pains and stuff that, you know, that you may be going through personally. So it, it doesn't, we're not calling on a religious figure when we're discussing Reiki. It's basically just like you're going to get a massage. You know, you go get, you lay down, you take a few deep breaths and you got a masseuse over you, you know, rubbing all over your points. And anyone that's religious can go and see a masseuse, right? So anyone that's religious can go see a Reiki healer and it has nothing to do with religion. It's not mixing any of the religion or any one of Christian faith um, together at all. Well, you know, for me, you know, um, because I am truly, uh, I, I'm an immersed, I'm immersed in my, my Christian walk. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I also embrace Christianity and embrace uh, Reiki and uh, chakra principles and energy. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that my breath is the breath of God. And I believe that every chakra point in me or my energy points are um, uh, are God. I believe that the presence and power and spirit of God dwells and lives in me. And so therefore, when I am having a Reiki experience, I am, I mean, I am shining bright because, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like I want all of my energy, I want all of my blocks to be removed so I can, you know, walk in the fullness of the energy of God, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I Mm -hmm. think that we probably need to talk more uh, because we need healing. We need to unblock all of the all of these energy points that because it is energy that moves us, you know, it is energy that makes that allows us to walk. It is energy that allows us to breathe. This energy that allows us to see everything. The wind, the wind is energy that blows the trees, you know. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and I and I really feel that we really need to uplift um, the 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 allness of the energy. And some of us call that um, call that God. Yeah. Well, it is. You are God. You are God in human form. That's right. And I, I believe that heaven, I mean, you know, heavily, I really believe that very deeply. And I also believe that when you are doing Reiki, and if you are a religious um, person or, you know, a, Christ, a Christian, that the, the benefit that you can receive from that is, like, some, some people I have that come to me are Christian and some are not. And I always ask for their permission. You know, do you, is it okay if I use God or if I call on, you know, Jesus? Do you, you know, is that okay? Some people say yes. And some people are like, well, no, I don't judge. I'm just there to do my part. And a long time ago, when I was living in New York, I have always asked, not always, I actually went in front of the church. And again, you know, spirit was working through me and I didn't know where this was coming from. But I said, God, please allow me to be a vessel so that I can get out and help other people, not knowing that years later that I would be an energy healer. I didn't know that then, but I did know that everything that I had to go through in my life brought me to where I am now. So even the ups and the downs, it was all for me to be familiar with everyone as they went through everything. So coming back to people that come to me, 
always say, you know, what is it that, how can I make this experience good for you? So sometimes I'll start off with a prayer, you know, and if they don't believe in, you know, God, I'll just say it silently. If they do, I'll say it aloud so that everybody is comfortable because one thing about Reiki, Reiki is in all of us. It's in healing energy. It's just those who can activate it can use it to help other people. And also, I also feel that God is in all of us. So while we're there and we're doing this, you know, this healing energy, one thing about Reiki is that I'm not the one that's giving the Reiki. This is spirit moving through me to connect with whoever is in on that meditation table. So I always tell people that, you know, they're like, oh, thank you. Yes, you can thank me. That was my presence and that was my body. But that was spirit moving through me. That was the power of, you know, the energy of Reiki. I mean, you know, working within the moment, that wasn't just me. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not laying my hands on people. It's like, oh, whoa, you're healed. You know, I'm not doing that. But it is an energy form that's working through me to help other people. Absolutely. And as a as a Reiki master, you also, of course, a teacher. And yeah. one of those points of um, phenomenal points uh, is that uh, teaching self-care. And yeah, um, absolutely. Talk about that. Teaching self-care to a lot of individuals. I also, you know, I teach Reiki one, two, and anyone that wants to become a master, but I also have like programs as well where I have mentoring programs where people may want to talk about how to get from point A to point B. And all of that is through just self-healing, self-care, self-love. So I teach, I teach a lot of um, those modalities as well. And I think that it's very important you know, our body is a temple. And when using the right choices with this temple, we're able to we're able to do so much, so much, so many things that we're not even we can't even imagine. But if it's used the right way, we can we can we can manifest, we can we can heal ourselves if we eat right, think right, sleep, you know to banish out the negativities, not allowing other people to, you know, take advantage of us, which is putting up those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Everything is self-healing. Going for a walk, having a slice of cheesecake, you know, there's so many things that self-healing is just not like going to take a bath or, oh, I'm just going to give myself a facial or go out for a massage. Those are all wonderful things too. But self-healing is just you know, getting up in the morning and taking care of your body, starting your day off with a meditation or a prayer, thanking God is self-healing in itself. That's you know, right. those three words, thank you, God, that's self-healing. You know, you're, you're giving gratitude to the one creator that, that lives within you. You're, you're noticing that you're realizing that and you're honoring that temple. So self-healing is just so many things that you can do. Self-care and self-healing. Yeah, simple things. Simple things, simple things. We've been talking on the pod, as I said earlier, um, for the last several weeks about self-care, you know, um, 
last week, I think we talked about self-care in turbulent times, uh, but mm. it's, it's, it's the simple things that we can do. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, I made a decision um, this morning that I was not going to uh, take a trip that I really wanted to take. And uh, mm. a six hour drive, a ride, and uh, something I really, really wanted to do. But I had to step back and say, is this, this is definitely something you want to do, but is this something you really need to put on your body right now? For all those things and all those people, I wanted to go and see and touch and feel and just commune with. Um, mm-hmm. I, because I am, I am, uh, phenomenal about taking care of other people oh my goodness yeah oh my baby you have not been taken care of until (laughs) I take care of you okay nobody's gonna love you like I do and uh, I am seriously working on giving some of that self self that self-care and self-love some of that care and love seriously working on giving some of that love and care to others to give some of that back to me. And uh, you know, my sister, that's work. It is work. It's work. It, it, it is yeah. work when you are such a giving and caring person. Uh, mm-hmm. I have my my very dear friend who lives in Chicago. She also she always reminds me that I give until it hurts. Um, mm. You know, I'll I'll hurt myself in giving to others. She always she's been my dear friend for almost fifty years, and uh, she mm-hmm. constantly reminds me, "Girl, you know, you give until it hurts." Um, and so I am really working on if I can treat myself the way I yeah. treat others. Oh, I oh my I, gosh, Dr. P, you would be mind-blowing. You would I, be just I'm so, telling you. You would experience the grandest of feelings. You let that sunshine in and you would that temple would just roar. And then when you're giving to people, you're going to be given from your overflow, not from a, a place of depletion or oh should I go? You won't even second guess it because you're like, oh, I'm so good. I've been yes, giving to myself. Yes. Let me, let me, let me pour into you from my overflow. Right. And you know, I know about that overflow. And for those yeah. of us who know and walk in the overflow, we know also know when we are feeling depleted. And yes. I think sometimes we ignore when we are feeling depleted because we the walking in the no, walking in the overflow feels so normal to us. Giving is mm-hmm. what I do. Giving is who I am. It is what I do. I do it faultlessly. Uh, but it's also it takes another level of recognition to realize that you're being depleted. And it's time to yeah. step back and to replenish yourself so that you can open the gates to move back into the overflow. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. We have to listen to our bodies. And sometimes people will keep going and going like the energy. What is it? My grandmother used to say, like the energizing battery. Mm-hmm. Just keep going and going and going and going until that battery just run out. And now you're sick and everybody else is like, oh, okay. You know, some people. They'll come check on you. And then you have those that are like, oh, okay, well, I'll catch you around. And you're like, well, Dag, I just gave to you. You're not going to give to me? No, you no, have to give no, to yourself. No. You have to I always give tell, to yourself. I tell my clients, you have to learn the power of your energy by showing up for yourself every day in the most powerful, positive way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to switch that fear 
that fear of, I don't know if I should do, I don't know if I should just stop. You have to switch that fear to love. Mm-hmm. And everything you do, you have to do with love. Even loving yourself, loving that I have, loving the fact that you have to say, I have to stop. Let me just take this day for me. Because right. I've been there, you know? Yes, and I'm yes. like, you know what? I just can't, I just can't do it today. And I have to say, no, I got to stop. You know, I have to stop. Let me take a break and rejuvenate. That's right. Give back to myself so that I can start back up. Even when you want, even when you want to do it, want to, want to, want to, want to, want to do it. Oh, even when you want to do it. I'm a mom. I'm, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a healer. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. So I get, you know, I even get friends that try to call on the Lolo and they're like, oh, Julie, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm just laying here, you know, reading or just watching something. And then they want to start with their problems. And then I immediately, I have to put them, put my boundaries up because that's another, that's another form of self-care and self-love boundaries. Sure. Now to say, hey, hey, wait, do you want to make an appointment? You know, mm-hmm. that's <laughs> you know right. if I really feel called mm-hmm. now, if I feel called, then I'll say, you know what? God is telling me I need to put what I'm doing down and listen to the individual. Right. That's right. Then that's I'll right. do that. But I'm not just going to just stop every time I get, you know, all these people that want some, you know, healing on the side and it's not coming from a place of being genuine. It's coming from a place. I need you to stop what you're doing for me. Right. No, I can't, right. I can't, I can't show up for you like that. I That's right. That. That's right. And you know, I need to keep the separate piece. Healing is not just uh, setting up boundaries for yourself, but it's also respecting others, other folks' boundaries. Absolutely. And, um, and you yep. know, Ooh, this healing thing, it's, it's, I'm telling you, it's healing 101, 601, 901. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of levels of like learning that. about uh, healing, you know, because we work on boundaries. I got to get some boundaries for myself, but also yeah. in getting those boundaries for yourself, you have to learn to respect other people's boundaries. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sometimes and some that's hard. Don't know how to respect that. That's right. That's right. You don't know how, but you have to, you know, you get those people on social media that'll, they'll send you a DM because they have a, you know, a healing question and they immediately start off with, um, could you do this or could you do that? And I'm like, wait a minute. What about hello? Hi. How are you? Good morning. Hey, (laughs) I'll even take, Hey, Dr. P I'll take, Hey, you know, (laughs) But it's a form of respect. Hello. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then go into whatever it is. That's but right. people expect you to just because of the world we're living in right now, it's you know, immediate contact, immediately they're forgetting the morals. You mm-hmm. know, some of us, not everybody, some of us mm-hmm. are just forgetting the morals. And you can't do that. That's right. That's right. Family, I know you are enjoying our conversation because I think we forgot you were even listening. We are <laughs> <laughs> we are so enjoying our conversation. Um, my guest today is Julia Vaughn, and she is an intuitive Reiki master, a sacred shaman priestess, and a spiritual wellness coach out there in Los Angeles, California. Sister, sister love, I'm so glad that you stopped by the party 
today. As always, we are out of time. I have enjoyed our conversation. What is your what is your lasting word to the family today? What you want to tell us as you as we move forward? I want to say I have an affirmation. Wake up with the positive intention to better yourself every day and the lives of those around you. One more time. I would want to say wake up with positive intention to better yourself and the lives of those around you. Every day. Every day. So that's waking up with the positive intentions to better yourself. And after you finish bettering yourself, then you can go and better someone else. Amen. Amen. That's a word, family. We're going to leave it right there with our sacred shaman (laughs) priestess. She has given us our final word for today. For today, because you know, next Thursday, same time, same place, it's going to be your girl again. Hold up, hold up. I'm going to do some self-care. I'm going to take a break for a few weeks and then I'll be back. Oh, we'll be back in September ready to go because I'm going to get myself a little self-care. But I'm going to be feeling the energy and I hope you'll be sending me some energy of relaxation please. So, Julia, thank you so much for being with us. Family, I'm going to check out. I'm going to see you later. Send me some love. Send me some love because I'm going to hold you in my heart until I get back. It's Thursday. (laughs) And we got so much, uh, we got so many podcasts out there. You can just go to the pod wherever you get your podcast and just hit play. Hit play. And I'm going to be right there. We're always talking about something. We always talking about something because we are intentional about bringing you some goodness. Hey, thank you family. Love, love, love and I gotta go. If it's Thursday, it's Dr. P on the pod.